재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Let's take a little moment and talk about your health. We do it every Wednesday at this time in a segment we call Health Mirror. We apply some of the principles of Eastern or Korean medicine to helping you live a healthier life. With this beautiful weather that we're now experiencing in Seoul comes the danger of Hwangsa, yellow dust, and also pollen. Uh, I've already experienced some symptoms of it. Maybe you have too. But if you're lucky enough not to have experienced it yet, maybe we can help you to sidestep it altogether with the help of Yesil Jennifer Lee. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. So, yellow. have you had uh, your yellow dust uh, symptoms this year yet? I think I did, yeah. yeah. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I had a real rough weekend last oh, weekend. Oh. Um, you know, I was uh, fatigued and mm-hmm. clogged up and everything. Um, and I guess we're, we're in the very early phases of the yellow dust invading our airspace once again. Yes, it is. Especially with the, this weather mm. where the air doesn't really move around that much. Mm-hmm. It's not windy at all. In the ancient days of Korean mm-hmm. medicine. Now, we're, we're talking, these texts were written, you know, 600 or so years ago. Yes. Were they also experiencing yellow dust then? Yes, very much so. Actually, this, the record of yellow dust has been uh, found with even, even the records in the past, mm. even thousands of years ago, oh, actually, really? which is called Samgukside, which is the, the era of three different countries in one peninsula. Ah, so China, Korea, and... Actually, with the three different countries within Korean peninsula. Uh, so, like the three different yes. like kingdoms. Okay. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, so they were having the same symptoms back then. Yes. Uh, so they were calling this the dusty rain or the snow, the red snow, mm. because there were, well, dust filled in the air, mm. which would come down and precipitate as yellow or red. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, in recent uh, decades, I suppose it's gotten worse because uh, the uh, dust comes and yes. picks up all of that good factory output from yes. uh, various places. But back in the, in the day, mm-hmm. uh, what kind of things were written or said about the yellow dust? Well, they actually th- thought that this was a bad omen from, say, this guy in, in the gods. Ah. Yes, because there was something going wrong with, say, well, the politics or how they were governing the country or the ah, kingdom. The so, mandate of heaven is dissolving. Yes, yeah, exactly. So they would actually think of this as a bad omen when it comes to uh, the yellow dust Um within throughout the country but they didn't really relate this to the health Mm. but they always had the symptoms or signs or cautions that they had to really watch out for Mm. uh, when it comes to spring because there were a lot of coughs and dry eyes and sore throats like you just mentioned i would imagine they caught on after a while that Mm -hmm. hey this comes every year maybe it's not politics maybe it's not heaven you know maybe it's annual (laughs) (laughs) okay so they figured that much out and what did they do about it what did how did they interpret it in terms of a classical medicinal thought so, if you look back at at Sungjeongwonilgi that we just started picking up last mm. since last week, which is a record from Joseon Dynasty, um, they started to make records on different kings, right? Um, and they started to have uh, records of dif- different symptoms that these kings had. And one of this, uh, one of the kings called Hyojong, actually had the symptoms that's very similar to the ones that we have when it comes to yellow dust. Uh-huh. And as is so often the case 
with mm-hmm. these ancient records, it doesn't really get studied unless the king is suffering it. You know? exactly. <laughs> you know, when the yes. king's got a medical problem, oh yes. boy, volumes and volumes get written. <laughs> but when that guy, you know, pulling the horse cart out there right. gets it, nobody really studies it too hard. That's true. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what was the king suffering? Is all the classical Hungsa symptoms, right? Yes. So he has had to have said, uh, he's said to have had a variety of symptoms from itchiness around the eyes, yet and dry eyes, and he sneezed a lot, and he coughed. He he started to have sore throat, and, mm. and he he was said to have a uh, this uh, fatigue all day. It's interesting. It really does fatigue you. Uh, yes. There's something, I, in terms of a Western medical thought, you know, mm-hmm. the histamine system is constantly reacting and producing, and that just fatigues you out. Yes. Actually, that's what I was going to talk about just a while later with, with the interaction between uh, the, the brain and your respiration. Mm. It really does wear you out, in, uh, including the fatigue and even depression, actually. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. Okay, and at some point, I think you have to bring us back to what you tell us every week, that this mm-hmm. is something to do with balance of chi or energy or heat in the body, right? Yes, that's true. So he actually had this asthma and skin problems and dry eyes and those regular respiratory symptoms that you have when it comes to yellow dust. And uh, the doctors really thought that this was really, say, common cold for weeks. Yes. So they started to uh, prescribe him with different kinds of medicines with uh, that treat common cold and and the pathogenic heat that we used to talk about before mm-hmm. inside his body. Mm. But this did, didn't really work out because, uh, well, after weeks of uh, prescribing these kind of medicine, he didn't really, uh, well... Uh, he he wasn't really cured. Yeah. So people started to think of other uh, kinds of precip- uh, prescri- prescriptions that they can think of. And one thing that they came up with was the tonification of the body. or adding, Yes, or adding more energy or nutrients to the body, okay. especially targeting the digestive system. And what would you use for that? Would you use something like ginseng or... Actually, ginseng is very much a big part of this prescription. Okay. Yes, because ginseng is really targeting the digestive system when it comes to adding more energy. Yeah. So he actually had this a very popular prescription called pojungikitang, which means, uh, well, the name itself means adding more energy to the center of your body, which means digestive system. So could ordinary people today from a Korean medicine mm-hmm. perspective attack these allergy symptoms yes. using digestive things? Like, could I go out to some shiktang now after this mm-hmm. and order? Uh, I don't know, would samgyetang help? Um, well, actually, samgyetang is a little bit different. Mm. Samgyetang is adding more heat to okay. your body. Right. So it's a, a different target. But when it comes to pojungiki tang, it's not actually the kind of tang that you can think of as, as in terms of soup. Okay. It's, it's a time, kind of decoction, meaning herbal medicine. But it's something, even though it appears in these old records, I could go to a, uh, a Korean-style pharmacy and ask for it. Would they be able to boil actually, it up for me? Uh, yeah, actually, if you go to, say, a Korean medical clinic, hospitals, and ask, ask them for, say, pojungiki then they would actually know what it means. Yeah. Okay, I might That's, do that. That sounds like, an, uh, like a little experiment for mm-hmm, me. I think they'll is. look at me like I'm from Mars, this white guy walking <laughs> in asking for pojungjutang. Okay, yeah. so there's one treatment uh, that the king mm-hmm. received. I imagine there were prescriptive, preventative measures that were, yes. you know, your highness, please don't do X, Y, and Z, right? Yes, actually, he was well known for um, stressed out symptoms ah. because even his personality from this record are said to have, uh, he was worried that very often he could 
couldn't go to sleep very well. And those are the symptoms that you can think of very often when you think of people who are stressed out. So, um, well, he... One thing that he was told to watch out against was really stress, which he couldn't really avoid, actually, because he was a king. He was in charge of everything. Yes. A king has to worry about the whole kingdom. Right. Yeah. So, um, but if you think about people around these days, then we would think of um, uh, heavy drinking, alcohol, mm. and smoking. Uh, and and even lack of sleep. Those three uh, are the main parts that you have to avoid around this time of season. It's interesting. We we hit upon alcohol almost every week as yes. a, a, a stressor of the body. Did you? Let me go off on a quick tangent. Did you see these new guidelines by the government that they've just put out? The government, the mm-hmm. Korean government, now recommends zero alcohol, no drinking. Oh, they really? used to say one glass or two a day. Oh, that's But now they say zero. At some future session of this segment, let's talk about that. Like oh, drill down into alcohol. Yes. I think it's. it's it shows that the government really believes in these studies that say even tiny amounts of alcohol can yes. harm you. Um, and and they they're, they're yeah. kind of covering themselves in terms of the liability mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. So it's very interesting that they say don't drink at all. Yeah. Treatments for allergy. There's the don't drink, don't smoke. Mm-hmm. Don't stress yourself out. You mentioned the pujungitang. Did I yes. say that right? Yeah. And are there other measures what you can take? Yes. Actually, I wanted to talk about two different uh, treatments or everyday uh, fruits and, and um, decoctions that you can think of. One is goji berry, mm-hmm. which is called kugija in Korean. Kugija. Okay. Yeah. Kugija is a very, very... Uh, popular fruit. Uh, it's not actually a fruit that you can really eat, but it's a kind of... A Almost like an omicha type thing, yes, dried exactly, out, right? Yes. So you usually consume this as in terms of in form of tea. Mm. Um, and actually, Jin Xihuang, a very, a very, very popular emperor back in China, past China, ancient China, is said to take this medicine on daily basis to stay young. I see. And is this still available today? Yes, very much. Very yeah. much so. And um, it's very actually very good in terms of scientific research Searches to be, uh, it was proved to have be too effective uh, in diabetes mm. and also uh, vascular diseases uh, with blocked blood vessels and even with allergic reactions with eyes and skin. All right, so this goji berry or gukicha sounds like a good idea anyway, if, yeah. even if you're not suffering from, from right. symptoms. Yes, and there is another thing called sajipko uh, from the record of uh, kings of Joseon dynasty, which is a decoction of uh, four major um, fruits, uh, or vegetables. One hmm. is toraji, bell flower root. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and one is mu, radish. Uh, the other one is pe, meaning hmm. pear, and also yongun, meaning lotus roots. So they put this all together and boil it together. And, and they actually made this into a very sticky form with adding a little bit of honey and everything. And they, they gave this to the kings when they had common cold around spring. Interesting. Just mm-hmm. the, the tongue, the boiled down tongue. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Because um, actually, if you look at diff- different uh, vegetables and roots that I just mentioned, they're actually all very good for symptoms around this time, meaning chronic cough, acute cough, sputum, and even cough with blood. Okay. So, Dr. Lee, this is not a hypothetical. I am suffering from mm-hmm. symptoms of hongsa in spring. Yeah. What do I do personally myself? Do I do I go and ask for goji berry and this sajipgu? Uh, Actually, you can just go out to the market. These kind of these these things you can just get easily from the market. So mm-hmm. I would recommend that you just drink this in you know as water at home uh-huh. and get some other prescriptions that's more stronger uh, from hospitals and clinical med- uh, clinics. 
Oh, you're sending me to a Western clinic. Come on. This is, this is, this is <laughs> okay. classical I, I medicine. I'm at Korea Medical yeah. Clinics, actually. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. So there's a little bit of advice for you, some stuff you can look for in the traditional markets, and that'll wrap up today's Health Mirror. Jennifer, thank you very much. Thank you. And Koreascape returns right after this. Thank you.